Ireland's Classic Hits Radio, it's Trina Mara. And I tell you what, if you love your traditional Irish music, you love Sharon Shannon. And she's on the phone. Hi, Sharon. Hello, Trina. How's it going? And hello to all the listeners. I have been trying to get you on this show for years. And for whatever reason, things never, we never seem to be able to, to line it up. And something happened and the last time you were sick or something. Oh, you're finally here. Oh, Jesus. Uh-huh. Blessed be so to God. Was it was fairly recent that I was sick. Is, that, is it recent, like in the last couple of weeks? Ah, no, 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 no. Me. It's a good while ago. Good while ago. But you're here now, yeah. Sharon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know what's mad, right? Because I just remember, like, Sharon Shannon, might I add, is not an elderly lady in any, <laughs> at any stretch of the imagination. But I just, I feel like you've been in my life forever. Do you know that kind of way? <laughs> <laughs> Playing music. Yeah. Well, I suppose, like, it's 35 years since, you know, I started... Um, well, 19, 1988, I moved to Galway. Yeah. I was 18. And I um, I suppose I started doing gigs, you know, in bigger stages and stuff. So you've been hearing about me, me maybe since 1988. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, actually, yes. that's when I played, started playing with the water bikes. Actually, yeah. 89 it was the water bikes, yeah. So you, you, I, I mean, you started young, I guess. That was That's probably it. You've just been working non-stop since. Isn't it crazy when yeah. you think, Sharon, your debut album, what, that was, was that 91? Something like that. I think it was 91, yes, Trina. I mean, it was, it was a, a rather big success for you. Was it something like the best-selling Irish trad album ever? Well, I, I read stuff like that about it, but... I, I, I don't know whether it's true or not. You're so humble. <laughs> You're like, not <laughs> I so, honestly not don't so. know. You know, it's so it Irish of you. <laughs> I read that several times as well. <laughs> yeah. Be great with what? <laughs> yeah, no, no, God. Do you know what I have to I have to say? Um, and I always say this about Sharon Chan. I have never, ever, ever seen you on the telly or in a video on YouTube where you haven't been smiling. It's, <laughs> you have this unbelievable smile and you just love every second of playing music, don't you? Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. Music is medicine. It's therapy, really. Mm. You know, you could be in a bad mood or you could be sick or anything and, and then the minute... Um, but for me, anyway, the minute I start playing it, it's just... You, you kind of forget about all your troubles. I mean, you started really, really, really young, didn't you? I think you were, like, six or something like that. Well, I wasn't really, really... really I, was, I was eight when I started playing the whistle. I was 11 then when I started playing the, the accordion. I was a late starter, really, compared to some people. God, a late starter at that age. With the tin whistle, anybody who's listening now who has children who are learning that, it can be um, troublesome at times sometimes, you know, when, they, when they're completely out of key. And practice clearly makes perfect, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. And uh, come here, like, we used to practice when we were kids. We'd practice for an hour every day and sometimes more. But, you know, it can be overwhelming to say to a child, you have to practice for an hour. So maybe say to the children, practice for 10 minutes sir and then if they're enjoying it they practice for a bit more maybe and, and um, in, in, increase it bit by bit increase it to 15 minutes and then to 20 minutes or whatever if they're enjoying it they won't put the instrument down anyway like 10 minutes every day is better than an hour once a week just yeah. pick it up yeah, better yeah. than not picking it up at all and there's so many talented children and young adults all around the country <coughs> and they're playing these traditional Irish instruments oh my god the standard is huge Loads of amazing, amazing young musicians coming up. You see them at the Slavs and at the various different festivals. It's so lovely to see how great all these young musicians are and, and how 
how much they respect the traditional music. Do you want to clap? I, I, that's my problem. I drank a, a, a oh, big glass of water you. and it went down the wrong oh, way. Jesus, it's going against your breath. Okay. If I'm even working on the computer for too long, I'm getting this repetitive strain injury. Do you ever have a problem with your fingers playing the accordion? Touch wood, I've never had any problem like that, except once when we were doing recording of something, I was playing an accordion that wasn't mine and it was bigger and heavier than my own accordion. And we were having a big, long session and we were playing for about eight hours and I got this terrible pain, like a nerve pain, all the way up along my arm. And I... um. I never played that accordion again and it never came back again. That's weird yeah, then, because never, some, someone else owned it. It affected you like yeah, that. Yeah, I can't remember even, maybe, actually, I think maybe I had the lens of it or I was maybe considering buying it or something like mm. that, but um, it had never happened to me before, even though I was have had several long, very long sessions like that, that would be at least eight hours. And um, it had never happened before. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon, um, eight hours? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had sessions like that a lot. Holy God. What if you need the loo? <laughs> ah, well. <laughs> You're like, you can't be part of any traditional group if you ever need the toilet. No, you must sit there. <laughs> oh, holy God. But when we had those, I was just talking to some friends the other night about these marathon sessions we used to have in Nocton's in Galway years ago. And um, we met the people that used to have the restaurant next door. Well, it was a kind of a sandwich place. Yeah. And, um, we were re- reminiscing about the fact that we used to take it in turns to go out and grab um, a mega sandwich next door and so, so that the session wouldn't stop. And we'd come oh, back God. in and it was like, you know, and then it was the next person's turn to go out and grab the sandwich and a cup of tea. Jeez. Are you part of any Guinness World Record or anything like that for the, the sessions for Triplane? Sure, there must be there must be a record oh. in the in the Guinness World Record book. I must have a look at that and see what's in for, there. Uh, the longest session, yeah, the longest session yeah. in the world, I suppose. Yeah, there yeah. must be, there must mm-hmm. be, because surely, like somebody has done that in Ireland. I, I never yeah, knew that yeah, they went yeah. on for that long, but Jeannie Mac. <laughs> oh God, that, 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 that like I've been in one for, like four times as long as that. <laughs> Oh my God. So mm-hmm. the, the Irish music industry, everybody seems to know everyone as well, don't they? You have worked with unbelievable people over the years and I know you have your, your box set, which is uh, 30 years of collaborations that you've done as well. So um, who, who, yeah. who, are, who are the people that you've worked with that have really kind of stood out for you, Sharon? Um, God, I've been so lucky over the years and um, I suppose if you're asking about the various different collaborations that are on the box set, God, if I start naming now, I hope I don't leave anyone out. But um, on the box set and the various different albums over the years, um, the first actually big compilation that we did, sorry, (laughs) collaboration that we did was with Steve Earl for um, the Galway Girl. And then on that same album, we ended up um, putting it on an album called The Diamond Mountain Sessions. So um, the other collaborations on that album were were John Prine. Uh, John Prine had been spending a lot of time in Galway as well at the time. Actually, John Prine used to come to Galway every single year for ages. He'd be here for months and months. Um, and and later on, um, with his wife Fiona and their kids and everything, so um, they used to come into all the sessions as as me, and um, we used to have great great time with them. Yeah. Um, in Canberra and in Galway. So uh, the other people on that album, Dizzy O'Halloran, uh, Jackson Brown, Mary Staunton. And then uh, uh, another album, we had Kirsten McCall, Imelda May, Shane McGowan, um, Camilo Sullivan, Wallace Bird. <laughs> yeah. um, 
I'm just we, looking at Stanley, Joyce Whitman, Christy Moore, uh, yeah, yeah. Sinead O'Connor. I mean, Adam Clayton. Oh, Sinead, how could I forget Sinead? Pauline oh. Scanlon. Oh, my God. I've been so lucky. Really, really, really lucky. And are they all, all those people? Shame it's begged me getting to hang yeah. out with all these amazing musicians and singers. Um, I'm, I'm very grateful. And so all these people that you managed to work with over the years then, Sharon, like, would they have been kind of like, you've been pally enough that you could ring them up and say, come here, what's the story? Will we do, will we do something? Or was it all very much professionally <laughs> well, done from higher up people? Well, most of, most of them happened, um, very organically. We were friends already. Yeah. As in, like, Steve Earle used to, like I said, this is the first one that I did, what, the first collaboration, like, that type of a thing that I did was with Steve Earle. And so Steve was spending loads of time in Galway and um, we used to hang, hang around in all the same circles as me and we all, we had the same friends and um, just the same social circle and playing tunes together and that kind of thing, meeting for coffees during the day. And so, yeah, mo- most of the other collaborations happened like that. As well, apart from Kirsty McCall, I didn't really know Kirsty before before the collaboration happened. Um, I can't remember how, how that, that happened. How yeah. that got put together? Yeah. And yeah. Sharon, what so, a what a very sad, sad time it is at the moment. The passing of Shane. It's been a weird one in this office since Shane has passed, right? Because the yeah. day the day that it happened, number one, I think everybody was kind of shocked because he had gotten out of hospital, and we thought that things were kind of looking up, you know. He'd gotten home, and mm. yeah, and 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 he'd been poor. Shane was so sick and so unwell for years, and people were saying, even in his own song, like. Um, Fairy tale of New York. An old man said to me, "You won't see another one." Yeah, that's forty years ago. Like people have been telling him that he's not going to live long more unless he, you know, improves his lifestyle or whatever. He's he's been warned for forty years, and and he he proved everyone wrong. And it was like it just just seemed like he was invincible. So I think when he eventually did pass away, it, it did it did surprise everybody. I think especially this time of year because we're playing Fairy Tale of New York on the radio every day and every year people generally vote it their the best Christmas song because Irish yeah. music is just so important. So for this year yeah. to have lost Shane, to have lost Sinead O'Connor, to have lost Christy Dignam it's been a crap, and, and it's been a crap all year. And yeah, it's been a crap yeah. all year hasn't it? Of course Seamus Bigley as well he was uh, amazing altogether and, and it's been a terrible year for the music industry and my manager John only passed away there a couple of weeks ago as well which was just heartbreaking I saw that we worked together for 25 years uh, even that way back in the Waterboys days so just really shocking altogether it's been a a, a horrendous year of of loss you know within the music industry Mm. and every session that I've been at in the last um, week have been just full of Shane songs and everyone you know Toasting Shane McGowan and Shane song after Shane song after Shane song, amazing, really, really yeah. beautiful, really gorgeous tributes yeah. at, at all the sessions God, he here in a, Galway. Anyway, he was some songwriter, wasn't he? Though, oh, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what would you say was so, your favourite song then, Sharon? It's hard to pick a favourite because there's so many really fantastic ones, isn't there? Mm. I, I actually, I won't name a favourite because I don't actually have one because. I just, I would have to name 10 songs. Of we could be here all day. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I played Rainy Night. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, what a song, what a song. And then, you know, you see another yeah. one. It's like, oh, you could go on for ages and ages and oh ages. Oh, my God. Yeah. Lullaby of London and You're the One. And oh, my God. There's so many of them. Yeah. Brown Eyes. Yeah. 
Yeah. The experience of performing Fairy Tale of New York, like that must have been like like nothing else. Because even when you think of like nights out that we have over the years at Christmas time and the whole gang around the street, everybody's singing that song. And would you believe, Sharon, yeah. Fairy Tale was the last song that we played at my wedding reception because we knew it would be the one song that would get everybody up on the on the dance floor having the crack. And Sharon, uh, I, got, I got married in August in the middle of summer. Oh, so. fair play to you. That's brilliant, Trina. Oh, that is just brilliant. Do you know? <laughs> great. It's a brilliant song, isn't it? It is. It's an absolutely brilliant song. Sharon. We had a great rendition of it in O'Connor's in Salt Hill the other night. Oh, <laughs> did you? So, yeah. Sharon, you are going to be very busy this December because uh, the New Year's, we're calling it a festival because it really is a festival, isn't it? It's four days long this year. That's right. Yeah. So, you are going to be performing I, on actual New Year's Eve on the Sunday. Yeah, really, really looking forward to it. And um, the lads from the scratch I did a collaboration with the lads this year um, and they're on my new album, which is part of the, the box set. So I love the lads from the scratch. They're fantastic. And um, they've invited me to join them on stage as well for a tune or two. So I'm really, really looking forward to meeting up with them again. Yeah. And um, we'll have a bit of crack that night. Oh, there'll be <laughs> mighty crack. So Collins Barracks, that's on. What will you be playing? The accordion, is it? Playing the accordion, yeah. 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 Do you still play the, mm-hmm. the tin whistle? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, and the fiddle. And you would do that yeah, at these gigs, the would fiddle. you? The fiddle? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it depends on how long we have to play for, etc. I, I don't. I haven't been given kind of an update of, of, of how long we have to play for, but yeah. I'd often play the whistle. I nearly always play the whistle at a gig, and depending on the gig, then I'd play the fiddle as well. Yeah. And, or a, a tune on the guitar. I started playing the electric guitar oh, wow. for, uh, during lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> So sometimes I'm like hot out of tune on the electric guitar as well. Gee, well, now that we know Sharon will do a session for at least eight hours, uh, we know that this gig is probably going to go on until 2025, never mind 2024. <laughs> 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 so, oh, you'll get your money's worth, I'm telling you, with Sharon Shannon. Listen, it's been <laughs> lovely to catch up, Sharon, and I hope the next time we'll manage to get you into studio and you might bring the accordion and you can you can teach me a thing I or two. But um, I will, of course, Trina. in the meantime, you can get Sharon Shannon's box set. It's called the Now and Then box set. 30 years of collaborations, even though she only looks about 22. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's, yeah, and, and it's not just collaborations, it's all my own tunes as well. So oh, um, it's 12 studio albums plus the brand new album that I did this year, um, uh, which I'm really, really proud of. So the first album and the new album are both on vinyl, coloured vinyl. And then there's a book with it as well, um, a book of photographs with, you know, small bits of writing accompanying each photograph, just telling the story of, of the photos and, and who's in them, etc. But um, well, it's Sharon, 100 pages and, and it's a hardcover, so it's the same size as an album. It's a lovely big um, presentation, the whole thing. I'm really proud of it, so I hope people... Oh yeah, and the 12 CDs. Well, Sharon, I tell you what, if you could see me now, we're on the radio and on the phone, but if you could see me now, you'd see me doing the L nudge, nudge, wink, wink. And I'm saying, wouldn't that make a lovely Christmas present for somebody? It would. <laughs> <laughs> it sure would, yeah. Oh, it absolutely <laughs> would. Sharon, uh, thank you so much for coming on. And uh, I, I'm getting you into studio. That's that. It's gonna, we're going to make this happen in 2024. I'd love that, <laughs> I'd love that Trina. All right. Take care of yourself. Thanks and so much. Um, It's Ireland. Thank you, Trina. It's radio.